Thank you for joining us on Breakfast at Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. Today we hear from Brooke Lacey, a tech expert contributor, NBC's Idaho Today, tech strategist and educator for 23 years. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, and sharing out the Breakfast with Champion podcast because Glenn Lundy believes that if you can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in their life. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. Family, <laughs> Auntie Anita. I love all of these terms. I think Rachel B. Lee is still in here um, because we've decided that um, me being your tech bestie is is definitely the right personal brand for me. <laughs> I just feel like technology should be presented in such a way that that it's not just um, what we use every day, but it's it's something that brings us joy. Um, and so I just want to be everyone's you know technology bestie and and explain crypto in, in a way like I've been in the crypto world for so long. Um, you know it. Bitcoin uh, became a thing in 2009, and in 2011, we built a mining computer, and we can get into what all that is, but, um, and it just took up so much electricity that we, we scrapped it, and now everybody's so excited about it, and it's such a new thing, um, so anyway, thank you, Kelsey, that was amazing, and we're going to kind of overlap with a few things, because I want to talk about artificial intelligence and some cybersecurity and all the things that can keep you safe online. And a lot of it has to do with social media, being, um, being a lot smarter with passwords, a lot smarter with what you're sharing. I have a couple of stories. I'm sure all of you probably have stories about oversharing on social media and getting a little bit of backlash. Um, I know Facebook is really uh, <laughs> troublesome that way. And I haven't been on Facebook in a long time. But to introduce myself, a lot of you do know me um, from my TikTok fame. <laughs> Just kidding. That always sounds so ridiculous. But um, at the beginning of 2020, when quarantine hit and we were all stuck in our homes and I felt like the walls were closing in on me, I got onto TikTok and just wanted to laugh. And really, wow, did I ever. If you haven't been on TikTok and just like scrolled and, and zoned out for a while, it really actually makes you happy. And then I just started doing videos and I was trying to like, you know, figure out my way and people seem to think I'm funny. So I, I blew to three, almost 300,000 followers in a, in a year. And, you know, that's at the time I was 44 years old and didn't do any dancing or trends or any of that. It's just me being myself and trying to educate people on this type of thing that I'm going to talk about. And, um, it's amazing to me the amount of sort of citizen journalism on TikTok and the way that we can use that app for you know funneling people into our consulting businesses or our courses or um, you know so or your products. TikTok is such an amazing tool. And I remember when I first got into Clubhouse, I thought, oh, I'm going to teach TikTok, and you know, and and that's going to be my my niche. And I realized that I actually am someone who you just uses TikTok as a tool. I am a technologist. I've been in technology since the mid nineties. And I know I may be all over the place, but I get very excited about technology. And I know this th Thursdays are transformational Thursday. And you kind of probably think, well, how can technology be, you know, referred to 
as transformational, transformative. And so I'm going to tell you a, a quick story. Um, and this was kind of my my love affair with with technology happened when I was 16, had my first after school job. Um, you know, I, I talked about this from stage for, for some of you, so this is going to be repeated, but I think it's worth repeating that when, when I had this after school job, they wheeled in this, this giant, you know, the, the huge CRT computer, uh, or monitor and the, the beige, you know, like box with the floppy drive. It had probably five megabytes of, of storage on it and it had windows 3.1. I mean, give me a mic flash if you're old enough to remember windows 3.1, um, or, or no one. <laughs> um, and I just remember it being so like solitary and just elegant and it didn't yell at me and it didn't, um, you know, talk back to me or be disappointed in me. And I, I just, um, fell in love with that, that solitary elegance of code. And if anyone has seen me in person, I, I literally have bi a binary code tattooed to my arm. Uh, it's, it's important because for so many of us that, you know, maybe had a little bit of a tumultuous childhood or, you know, didn't really feel seen, we were able to take this technology, especially when it was just blowing up. I remember getting to college and having this like intro to computer science class. I remember the teacher just getting so like crazed and, you know, sort of yelling to us from the stage, like, you know, just watch the technology is going to just take off. It's just, just watch it. We're all like, okay, man, like chill out. And lo and behold, over the, you know, course of the, you know, early 2000s, it just, it just blew up. And from going from, you know, mainframe computers that took up an entire building to holding a computer in your hand that's faster than the speed of, I mean, it's the speed of light, right? We talk about this um, a lot that being able to communicate with each other um, even this app, it blows my mind the amount of compression that has to happen on this app in order for you to be able to talk at the same time. It just blows my mind what goes on behind the scenes. So again, with this with this idea of technology being transformative, it really can be. There's so many things right now. I have this list, right? Like the, even the clubhouse networking has transformed my life. I mean, the fact that I now have Kelsey Stark as a best friend, like pff, transformed my life <laughs> that I know all of these people and that I've been able to travel. And like I said yesterday on, we were talking about the social media um, or social audio apps and what it's done for us and our, our origin story of it. Um, I was telling my friend yesterday that like all of these things that have happened for me, the trip to California where I sat down with the founder of Pandora and now have a project going with him. This is, I mean, wild. And it was kind of this like three degrees of separation um, between, uh, you know, a couple of tech people here on, on Clubhouse and then meeting up with them and then that turning into a networking, you know, piece. And so technology is transformative because of what we are using it for with this tool. And so a lot of times like, well, you know, people are like, oh, I'm not tech savvy and oh, I don't know how to use that. And I'm like, of course you are. Of course you are. Look at what you you are doing right now. You are utilizing technology to transform your life. And, and I'm proud of you. Um, 
So, and then when we talk about crypto and blockchain and NFTs, all of that is transformative because, oh, I get so excited. So there's, there's third world countries that, that people don't have access to bank accounts. And I mean, I can explain what cryptocurrency is, but I feel like everyone at this point knows that cryptocurrency is a digital currency and it's decentralized. So there's no banks. It is all based on what's called a peer-to-peer -peer network, which just means we all own it. And it's written on something called a blockchain, which it, it, the word makes so much sense being a blockchain, because just think about it. It's, uh, it's completely secure. It's immutable. It can never be hacked. And so all these third world countries and, and really just all of us can benefit from that. And it's transformative because they can now utilize cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and Ethereum and these, these different um, methods of payment without having a bank account. With, and it's, they literally just have to have their phone. Um, I, I should look this up, but I think it's El Salvador that is now, now created a law that every business is required to be able to, to take cryptocurrency. Um, anyone right now can take cryptocurrency as, as a payment for service. I definitely certainly do. Um, so, so that, that part of uh, the technology world is so, so transformative in the sense of it's changing, it's changing the world. It's changing the way we do things as a society, as you know, decentralization, getting away from um, any type of control that, you know, these big banks have. And, you know, in my opinion, that's, that's an incredible transformation. Um, even Brooke, things like- I even noticed yeah. it on Venmo. You can yes. send cryptocurrency on Venmo now. Yes, you can. And Cash App and, um, you know, we can totally get into this. And I do want people to ask questions, but, um, you know, I, I get into the nitty gritty here. Like, I don't know if any of you remember when that app Robinhood um, had all those problems with the GameStop stock. That wasn't crypto, that was stock market, um, but it's very, very similar. And then they started, uh, you know, quote unquote, of course, you guys, you know, I talk with my hands, um, those of you that have seen me in person. Um, so, of course, I'm sitting here in, in the living room, like talking with my hands. But um, I, I'm using air quotes, right? Robinhood says that they can, that you can trade crypto on their app. Please, please, please. If you take anything from this and you're interested in crypto, do not trade crypto or buy crypto on Robinhood. You don't actually own your own crypto. So little tidbit there. Um, you know, I want to go through these tips. Brooke, um, yeah. Right before you go through your tips, can we pass to Nate for a quick reset? Oh yeah, of course. So sorry. Those resets, I forget. Good morning, good morning, good morning, guys. Wake, welcome to the Breakfast with Champions room. Let's get this reset going, guys. We are in the Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club. We now have 15 hours of programming each day from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Guys, if you hear a bit, little bit of an echo, I'm in my gym here in Las Vegas, so I apologize. But we're, we're here live all day till 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then also 6 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. And then Sunday for the Club 111 worship service. Stop by on Sunday afternoon. The best room of the week here on Clubhouse. Right now, guys, go ahead and invite some friends into the room. Hit the plus sign. You can also 
copy the link to the room and post it over on your Facebook wall or, or any other social media and uh, people can click on it and they'll be brought directly into the room. But uh, you can also invite them to join the Breakfast with Champions Club on Clubhouse as a member. And uh, so if you're enjoying the program in here, uh, I want you guys to mark on your calendars November 5th through 7th in Lexington, Kentucky. Glenn is going to be celebrating his 1,000th episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. If you guys aren't watching the Hashtag Rise and Grind over on Facebook each morning, take a little bit of time out of your day and go over there and watch the replay. It stays up in the uh, Hashtag Rise and Grind Facebook page. But mark your calendar because he's bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. It's all about how you can make more money and have more impact in your life and business. A lot of our Breakfast with Champions faves will be there, including Glenn, Tamara, Amelia, Dave Meltzer, and so many more. We know you'll want to be there, so mark this website now, growforgod.com. Growforgod.com. You can get all your information on tickets over there. So guys, this is the Breakfast with Champions room. Make sure you're following the little greenhouse up there. Uh, Brooke, you're killing it. Kelsey, you killed it this morning. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> I can't not do that. When... <laughs> also, I want to tell you guys, you know, I get really excited about this and I, and I start talking and walking around and using my hands, but I am really used to having feedback. Like I do a lot of these things on Zoom calls or, um, you know, up until last year, I, I would do these sort of workshops here in town. Um, and so I just really deal better with with feedback and back and forth. So please do not hesitate. I'm like Laura Wild, like you can unmic and interrupt me and ask a question or clarification or whatever you want. And I, I promise we will get to questions, um, but please just understand that um, this is just, it's exciting to even have this um, platform and segment, especially with this club. And just wanna say thank you to Glenn um, and my, my social media family. So again, don't hesitate to, to unmike and, and ask me anything. And I, I'm going to pause, I promise. Um, okay, so after knowing all of that, I want to talk about um, cybersecurity a little bit. So I don't know how many, I, you know, there might be 10, there might be 15. I don't know. I didn't really um, type them out, but I want to be really clear about passwords. So I've, you know, dealt with this a lot where I just have this like basic password and, um, and to just go with it, right? Because it's easy to remember. Well, with security, especially on social media apps and your accounts, like your bank account, all of that stuff, you really need super secure passwords. You can use a, a password generator, um, but there's something called a Unix password where it's literally just tons of characters and numbers and and letters and it will absolutely save you from any type of hacks um don't ever share your social security number it's um, it's wild to me how many services actually ask for your social security number like car rental companies doctors offices like don't ever give out your social security number when you really don't have to um it, it should be optional um, there's a really good tip for using more than one email account. So to protect your data, you can use one for, um, you know, sensitive information like banking and don't give that email out to just anybody. You can have a second email for your like email list, right? You guys all, if you're in digital marketing, you all have an email list. 
set aside a different email for that. Um, all of these things can be, you know, purchased through GoDaddy or through an agency like mine. You can you host it yourself. So just make sure you've got more than one email address. Um, and then, <laughs> so important. I hope that you all put down what you're doing and listen to me. But read the fine print. You've got to read the uh, the end user agreement. We call it an EUA. So always you read the end user agreement, even if you just skim over it, because especially when Instagram changes their, their privacy policies, you've got to understand that like, yes, the camera continues to record you. Like these are, these are actual things that you could read right there for yourself. And I think what happens is people don't do that. And then they are so surprised when something happens. Um, Kelsey talked about the newsfeed, how, oh, you search for this thing and then this stuff pops up right? That's artificial intelligence. That's the way things are right now. The suggestions on Amazon yesterday. So I'm in Colorado right now, um, traveling and I, we were looking for a, a restaurant and uh, you know, you, you look it up and all of a sudden underneath there, it says, this one is similar to, um, the Owyhee Tavern. So I live in Boise, Idaho, and I go to the Owyhee Tavern a, a lot. It's a wonderful restaurant. And so it knew Google maps knew that that's where I go. And it told me that this particular restaurant that we were looking at in uh, wherever we were in Colorado uh, was similar to that. So I'd probably like it. And you know what, that was awesome for me. And so artificial intelligence doesn't necessarily mean, you know, robot dogs, <laughs> like, you know, your, your house cleaner being, you know, in robot form, maybe someday, but artificial intelligence has been around for so long and it, it's, again, making our lives better. So I'm gonna go through a couple more of these and then open it up for questions or comments or if you wanna um, just sort of chime in. But the, the next one is being aware of scams. So you gotta just be really, really cognizant of the fact that no one's gonna call you from Microsoft and tell you that you know, they've got to log into your computer. No one is going to call you from your bank and ask you for your account number and you, you, all of your numbers. Um, no one's going to do that. You're not going to get an email from them. You know, don't ever click a, an attachment of any email that you don't recognize. It's It seems simple, especially to technologists, but I know that it can be very, very, um, you know, fool like you can be fooled so easily. And my mom's clicked the link. Yeah. My mom has clicked the link. Don't click the link. Or yeah, like links in emails that you don't know. Um, especially if it looks like Amazon or or you know, whatever the big um companies are, you know, I can I can match and filter and frame things in such a way that you wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't from Amazon. So just understand that you are not going to get those notifications um, that are like, here, click this link and put your information in there, so. Hey champions, guess what? The Breakfast with Champions podcast airs live every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. only on the Clubhouse app. So make sure to download Clubhouse and go check out Breakfast with Champions. You're not gonna regret it. See you there. Um, and then set up multi-factor authentication. I know Instagram's got all of the, all of them have it. You can get an authenticator app on your phone. Um, you can set it 
to where it doesn't save your password. I do that a lot. Um, and, and then that's not in there. And then on top of that, go into all of your accounts that you have. And uh, would, a good way to do this is like with the, path, the Google password manager. So if you save your password in all these accounts, they are saved you know, for the rest of time. So I go into passwords.google.com and go through all of those accounts that I've like, you know, saved the password with. Some of them are from, you know, 2010 and I don't even know what they are, but yet I still have an account with it. So it is definitely time consuming, but you know, you're, you can also have a virtual assistant do it. So it's 20 after the hour. I wanna stop if anyone has questions or if you want to comment on anything or if you want me just to keep um, monologuing. Um, I'm trying to look down through the stage, but if you want to just chime in, hey, Anna, is it Aniket? Is that how I say your name? Yeah, Brooke, uh, this is Aniket. Uh, I think glad uh, you shared on the views over here from the technology perspective. I had one uh, question specifically on the cryptocurrency and just one, one more thing to add uh, just uh, to share is whenever one thing I will just add is whenever we download apps uh, right now many apps request your permissions phone permissions or media and files permissions or camera permissions i think that sometimes we uh, don't give uh, uh, we give, keep a blind eye so i think uh, just uh, to add that uh, we can see uh, what permissions we are giving to specific apps because the data leak uh, you can say aspect is much higher uh, specifically when permissions are given to apps which are not recognized or not uh, authenticated so that was one aspect and on the crypto world uh, crypto part i wanted to ask is uh, right now you can see that uh, the crypto uh, area is not much that regulated you can say also uh, you have price uh, volatility and lack of inherent value so uh, with some cyber security issues and also the important point is scalability or sustainability so uh, what will be uh, your thoughts around this area uh, specifically uh, if someone wants to invest into in crypto currencies or also uh, specifically because the big giants like buffett uh, warren buffett and other uh, spokes they told that it uh, it does not make sense to invest on in, uh, as the thing is not regulated but uh, how can someone take a calculated risk if you have any suggestions around that area maybe uh, it will be really helpful to hear from you so that was my answer. yeah so this is Anikit and I'm complete yeah. thank you so much for that and and definitely the permissions I'm so glad you brought that up because you start giving permission to um certain apps to you know like you kind of just blindly go through it just like you said you just hit allow, allow, allow. And every time an app comes up and you download it and you, you know, put it in there, just be cognizant of what you're doing. I realize this is all becoming so just like secondhand nature. And, um, you know, we just, it, it just is what it is, right? I'm sitting here with two phones and my laptop and, uh, you know, my, all the, all the digital stuff. Right. And it, it just is what it is. We just, uh, we wake up thinking, yes, this technology is just going to be at my fingertips every day, but, just remember that you giving permissions to an app or a piece of software, you got to know what you're doing. You have to know what you just gave permission to do. Um, to answer your question, yes, and, and this could take up an entire segment. So I'm going to try to be really cl like clear and concise with this. You're going to get so many people, especially the big, big, you know, the rich guys that have been doing this with stocks and and non 
you know, fiat money. So, so non-crypto, our dollars are called fiat. And so these people like Warren Buffett, like um, lots of them are of course going to say, you know, no to crypto because that isn't their wheelhouse. That's not their ball game. So of course it's, it's not regulated. And that's the whole point. Um, So I am so um, adamant to people to go do your own research. There's so much information out there. And like I said earlier with TikTok, there's so many citizen journalists that you can go on there and, and learn literally everything about about crypto and not from the the big hedge fund guys, because they're gonna, of course, say, this isn't regulated, it needs to be regulated because that benefits them. So yes, the, the main cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. And then you've got Ethereum, which uh, these two things work on di- work differently. So Bitcoin is based on something called proof of work. I know you've all heard of mining, like Bitcoin is mined with a computer and a graphics card. And there's these huge, huge buildings in, um, you know, in other countries because it takes so much electricity to run those, right? And they're they're giant warehouses full of computers and graphics cards. Some of them just sitting there, um, you know, on a on a what's called a port, and and they're running and mining these Bitcoin. And so that's the proof of work. Um, there is an answer to your question here, I promise. So Ethereum works on um, what's called writing smart contracts, which does not take a lot of electricity. And then there's the issue of what you just brought up was scalability and the things that, um, you know, the volatility. So there's all of these different altcoins and alt tokens. And so I'm really obsessed with something called Algorand right now because it is, and all of these different cryptocurrencies are built on a different platform, if you will, called blockchain. And each time there's a new one, they try to solve some other cryptocurrency problem, right? Because it's only been around for 10 years. We're still solving these problems, uh, these volatility problems. So again, there's there's so much out there to to read and to research that you can really learn this. I, I do have a consulting service. I don't think I've really ever pitched that before, um, but I do have um, people that, that come to me. Even Kelsey hired me to sit down and, and talk about all this stuff. That's what a tech consultant is. And I'm so grateful and blessed to be able to, to have these types of clients and this ab- ability to help people through this. So um, understanding crypto for your life is really, really important. Um, but yes, there's definitely volatility. There's no regulation. It's all decentralized. And so, you know, invest at your own risk. It is definitely risky. Um, but just learn first, understand it first. There's tons of rooms on, on Clubhouse. Um, we, do, we do lots of crypto rooms. And I think that's where a lot of you have learned this stuff. So again, Clubhouse is, is transformative. Um, I hope that answered your question, Anna Kett. Uh, yeah, thanks so much, Brooke. I think uh, you wonderfully answered it. I'm sure uh, it's a great, uh, of course, it's a long topic when it can take a long hours also. Yeah, uh, hours and hours. I think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think you covered it uh, in short and crisp uh, for sure. Thanks so much, uh, Brooke, for your views on this. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, sometimes I think people, <laughs> they just kind of zone out when I start talking about technology. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, Did anybody else want to chime in or ask anything? 
Uh, Kwani, what's I, going on? My, oh, who was that? Winifred. I'm right. I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm at the I, I see you, my darling. Kwani, oh, I'm going to go. Ladies first. Um, I'm a tech person. Of course. So I'm a tech person. I'm a systems engineer. So I really love this topic that you are we're sharing. We're best friends already. Yay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Kelsey. Um, Winifred, we're tech besties. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, as we say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> definitely. Actually, before I continue, I want to um, shout out to Amelia. I received the journal from you. Thank you so much. Rise and Grind journal. I received it from you and I didn't know who sent it to me. But today I saw your, your book, your page divider, your book divider, and I saw it was from you. So I just wanted to say thank you. That's an aside. But going back to what you were sharing, you, I'm really into encouraging people to enter the world of tech, especially cybersecurity. Um, there's so many opportunities. And um, since you are talking about crypto, cybersecurity, and all of this, just kind of wanting to just add that um, there's so many pathways to get into cybersecurity, but it is really hard. And I know that there are people in the audience who may be looking for a job or maybe looking for a way to get into tech. I'm very passionate about getting people into tech. The return on investment is so high. But apart from the return on investment, we need more people, diverse perspectives. We need more people designing products and services to transform the world. So I just thought, since I heard you talking about it, I just thought this is my my chance to get in a word to say, you know, um, there are so many classes online and there are so many boot camps to get into tech. So come and join us and let's have fun together. Yes, Winifred, that is so cool. Like, that's definitely one of the things that I talk about a lot is um, how we need to get, especially women in tech, right? We've got to get the information out there. And, you know, I have a lot of friends. So in Boise, there's a couple of really big tech companies. And, um, you know, some of these groups are like, we want to hire more women. Where are they? You know, it isn't necessarily... Uh, you know, that they're not, that they don't want to, it's that there's no one there for them to actually hire. So what we as women in tech need to do, especially when, um, when we're talking to like the younger girls, sometimes I'll go into elementary schools. I haven't in a while, but I'll go down to the elementary schools and junior highs. And we hold these workshops, um, called women in tech careers and we bring them lunch and we talk to the, I see you flashing your mic when <laughs> like, let's do a whole room about this because, um, they need the beginning. Now, if the girls, if they don't want to get into tech, that's fine, but they need to know that it's an option. And I've, I've always told the, the junior high and high school girls before they go into college, you know, that are, they're trying to think of like, what, what should I do in college? What should I major in? And I always say something to do with tech, because if you have a tech background, you can do anything else, tech writing. Um, so I'm so glad you brought that up, Winifred. Um, yeah, let's, let's do like a whole room on that. Um, and I won't take up any more time on that because I, I love talking about women in tech um, and the fact that we are we are heard. I am respected and I, I don't want there to be a stigma anymore that is going to be some sort of barrier to entry for women to get into tech. And it's, it's never too late. Just like Winifred just said, you can find things. I'm doing certifications all the time. So... Anyway, Kwani, you're you're up, my friend. What is going on? So my my question is, um, if you were to create a digital currency, it would behoove you to have your currency serve a purpose. Am I am I correct in that assumption? Yes, it, there should be 
what's called a um, tokenomics. So yes, it needs to serve a purpose. You can read the white paper of any cryptocurrency to understand the project, why it was built, because every single one of them is built for a specific reason. So yes. Okay, cool. That's what we're in the process of doing. I just want to be uh, as eco-friendly as possible. I heard you saying earlier about the the electricity used on the, the servers. Right. And so I want to come from that organic angle, but that's, um, thank you for the information. I appreciate you. Go and research Algorand um, because they really, it's, it's new. Um, a lot of the, the NFT platforms or marketplaces that I've been consulting on and working on are being more and more built with, um, with things like Algorand because of the security and the sustainability, it's, it's very green. It takes very little, um, energy to produce. So yeah, look at that and, and see, um, if, if any of those, like, you know, the ways that they do it might be able to, you know, help with what you're doing, but yeah, anybody can create a coin or a token, anybody. It's kind of cool. Algorand, you said? Yeah, A L G uh, <laughs> O R A N D, Algorand. Yeah, because it's Algo. If you buy it um, as a as a cryptocurrency, it the ticker, I guess, is what you call it, is A L G O, Algo. And I would recommend that. Thank you. Does that help, Connie? Heck yeah! Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm, I'm gonna have to get in some, some into your DMs and uh, ask some more specific. Do it. Do it. Thank you. Um, Tasha, see I see you flashing. Let's do mind. a reset. What'd you say, Cal? I said that you will blow your mind with the amount of information that you know. Oh. Somebody called me a tech genius the other day, and I was like, hmm, I don't know about that. Cause then I forgot like what I had for lunch. No, so. I agree. <laughs> you are certainly a tech genius. You certainly are. We got oh, Kelsey I love Stark, you. <laughs> Tony Stark's cousin. Oh you my are. God. We yeah, love you. You're like Dr. Banner. <laughs> Tony Stark's Dr. niece Banner. over here is, yeah. is saying that you're a, ge a tech genius. So obviously one tech genius to another. <laughs> That's true. Boom. I love that. Um, do we need to do a reset? Am I forgetting it again? Or can we go to we sure do. Okay. Um, Kelsey, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another, like, All right. <laughs> no, I can no, read no. it. Just read it off. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. I will do it. So hello, 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 everyone. Welcome. You are in this. Well, you are listening to the social media show which is in the breakfast of champions now the millionaire breakfast club we now have 15 hours we have joined the crew and we now have 15 hours of programming each weekday from 5 a.m to 8 p.m plus 6 a.m to noon on saturdays and then of course the fabulous club 111 on sunday which is the sunday worship service right now i want you all to go down to that bottom right hand corner hit that plus sign invite some friends into this room because my lovely best friend brooke j lacy is just dropping so much value and information when it comes to tech tech updates crypto whatever it is she'll be answering your questions so make sure that you're not being selfish you're bringing some friends in so they too can have this amazing knowledge and go forward with their lives. So better yet, 
don't just invite them to come into the room, but invite them to be a member of the Breakfast with Champions Club. Yes, we no longer have followers. We have members. So make sure that you yourself are becoming a member by hitting that little greenhouse up, up at that top right-hand corner, up above TM space. So hit that house if you're not already a member. And if you think that you're a member, double check because sometimes I forget and I'm not a member of things that I think I'm a member of. So go ahead, make sure that you're a member, invite some friends to be members. And you can also, with that plus sign, hit that share button and share it out to some of your social media because I am sure that there are plenty of people out there that want to hear more about tech, women in tech, and all the amazing things that Brooke J. Lacey, the phenomenal crypto tech best friend buddy except for guys she's my best friend so you can't steal her but all of the amazing things that she is going to share and continue to share with you so with that being said back to you Brooke. thank you bestie you're so sweet um yeah you guys if you're not following this club i mean what are you even doing on on clubhouse honestly this i mean the glenn lundy has put this together and the amount of knowledge, I, it just, it blows my mind that we can all come together like this. And somebody was just saying, uh, Winifred, and we were talking about how you can get certifications, you can learn these things online. Do you know how long and how much work it was to be in the computer science school at Northern Illinois University in 1995? I mean, it was a lot of work. You know, there was no computers in our rooms. And I say this, I'm only 45. This isn't like, oh my God, I'm so old. It has come so far so fast. So no computers in our rooms. We all sat in the computer lab, you know, that was open 24 seven. And I kind of, you know, I miss those days because it was so much collaboration and, uh, but yes, there's, there's so much information out there that you can learn. Um, Tosh, right next to me, my darling, what is your question? Hi, Brooke. Oh my goodness me. So much I didn't know about you. This is amazing. I'm loving this conversation. Oh, I don't, it's not really a question, but just wanted to acknowledge what you're doing. I mean, I'm gutted. I had a meeting with the client, so I just walked into you finishing your segment and I'm like, oh, for goodness sake, I really wanted this. But um, just shouting out to all my sisters who are into tech. Um, although I'm, I'm all self-taught, the, one of the reasons, I, I suppose I just got a little bit um, curious. I taught myself lots of things and I still am. Um, so shout out to Winifred, all the tech ladies who've gone to school and university. I, I think it was a combination of getting curious, but also I got tired of having women uh, being uh, done for or being uh, duped into things that they don't know. You know, it's, it's almost like the stereotypical um, taking um you know your car to the garage and if you if if they know it's a woman this is mostly from from what i've heard from my my fellow friends is um if they know you don't know much about a car they give you a price that you don't see coming because they know you don't know much about it um so i got into tech and i'm so um excited about what i do so literally all the services i provide in my uh, my company i do them myself so i even taught myself how to do chatbots. So I can literally build a sequence of chatbot myself. I can do um, uh, an e-commerce store. I can build it. I can build a website or funnel myself and SEO service, uh, um, 
So, so all that I'm literally self-taught. I didn't go to university because all the information, like you say, it's all online. It's taking that decision to do it. But I know I do understand some people are not interested in tech, and they they just it's, it's it gets too complicated, and you know they zone out. But a bit of uh, you know, be nice to sort of know something. So when you go to someone, you at least know what you're expecting, sort of thing. So I really appreciate what you're saying, Brooke. I love this segment. Keep this up. Yes, I'm just excited. I just oh, find that's out awesome, Tosh. Thank you. I, I need that feedback because it's true. Like my entire career, my entire life, uh, you know, people just glaze over and. Uh, and I don't want that. I want to give little bits and pieces. That's why I love TikTok for, for this kind of thing. Um, you know, I did a, a video about blockchain and it has like 400,000 views. And, you know, in the world of TikTok, that's not, you know, there's not millions of views, which I have millions of views on videos where I'm, I'm laughing at shirtless lumberjacks. So like I have, I have that virality, but the fact to me that I was able to teach people about investing in companies that utilize blockchain and it has 400,000 views is mind blowing to me. No dancing, no trending, no nothing. People want to know this stuff. And there was some confusion. And so it was able, I was able to, you know, clear that up with, you know, in the comments. So when, you know, when, whenever, you know, Tom and Sue and I, and Eric and I talk about TikTok, you can hear it in our is how passionate we are about that platform because there's there's so many eyeballs. We deal in attention, right? That's like our when we're social media creators and influencers and all of that, we our currency is attention. And if I'm getting that much attention on one video about something like blockchain, man, I'm doing something right. And that's just gonna keep me going. So when we talk about these things in Clubhouse, um, you know, I want to keep and really anywhere. I want to keep it as simple as possible so that it's not overwhelming. And that's something that, that I've worked on my entire career. Um, I, I, I tell this in my, my talk on stages that, uh, you know, I was in the corporate world for a long time. I ran a help desk for a very large, um, grocery chain and I loved it. I loved tech support. You probably never heard anyone say that sentence before, but I loved it. And I loved teaching the, the, the nerdy texts, how to, you know, make this more personable because, you know, all of us nerds, it's, it's kind of a, I'm kind of an Island with being able to talk tech and do it in such a way that, that is understandable to people. So, um, so I loved that and I loved making sure people could understand, um, correctly. And so my first business in 2009, uh, was computer repair business, um, information services, um, called tech savvy of all things and we did all kinds of stuff and i remember telling people that um because we it was the only woman owned and operated computer repair shop uh, and people are like wow that's so interesting you know it's so amazing and i was like well it's not really an accomplishment it's just sad really but that was kind of a marketing tool because we as women are nurturers so when people come in with their broken hard drives and you know be freaking out i was not the one um, to, to get all technical and to say all of the technical words, it was really their emotions because they just lost all of their pictures. And that was the real problem. Not the fact that they dropped their hard drive and they're going to have to send it off to a clean room and they're going to have to do this. And I'm gonna have to hook it up to this and it's going to be $10,000 or whatever. It was about the fact that they were hurting and that I could make their problems go away. 
I mean, isn't that how everything is in entrepreneurship and whatever we are doing to make money and to build our businesses, it all boils down to helping people. And that's, that's what technology is for. Technology can be used for, you know, for, for good and it can be used for bad. Um, you know, there's a saying that electricity can cook the dinner and it can also cook the man. And what that means is this, that dichotomy of technology, you know, hacking can be, can be detrimental. And then there's, you know, hacking that, that shows vulnerabilities in people's software. So just remember that, that yes, there's really bad stuff out there and there's big tech and there's all these things that you see on the news. Stop watching the news, by the way. Um, but there's, there's so many good things. We can get a hold of our family and friends at the speed of light, you know, like, when I look at when I was a kid and had to pick up the phone off the wall and, you know, something happened at the house and who knew where my mom was even at. And right now, which, you know, much to my dismay, my child can get a hold of me at any time of day or night uh, because of this amazing computer that is in our hands. So uh, all that being said, again, I could just keep monologuing and telling you guys this, but I am kind of looking at the stage if there's any mic flashes. If anybody wants to ask a question, I hear somebody. Hey, Brooke, TM, Is... I'll jump in. Hey, TM, and then Christina. Hey, my friend. Uh, have you always, like, since you were a little girl, like, been in technology, can you tell us about a teacher uh, who has made an impact in your life specific to what you're doing today? That's an awesome question, TM. Thank you. And I think we should probably remember that growing up in the 80s, um, there was, I mean, we had Atari. That was, that was it. I think for me, it was, it was the, the cheap version called Intellivision. No, is that right? Yeah. And, but yes, in terms of like tools, I always loved using, um, tools and building with my dad in the garage. And, um, so that foundation definitely was why, you know, why it, it moved into this, because I really feel like technology is just a tool and not, you know, it, it shouldn't take over anything, but, um, you know, in high school in, let's see, I graduated in 94. So in 1990, and this was in the suburbs of Chicago, right? So a big, a big area it wasn't, you know, rural or anything like that. There were no computers in the classrooms at that point. It was right when I got to college. So were there teachers that not necessarily, there was groups of people that were my fellow nerds. And I know some of you have heard me talk about this before, but you know, I'm generation X and, and I'm also uh, um, like mid gen X. And what that means is we had kind of the best of both worlds. Um, and so that's what I really look at as, as what the foundation for me was, um, is that I got to experience the plastic phone on the wall, right? And I, and the Intellivision and having to like blow in the cartridge to get it to work and jam it into the Atari, you know, um, thing. <laughs> um, and so I got to experience that. And then as soon as, you know, really my formidable, formidable years of high school and then early college was when everything blew up. And so it was this exciting time. There was no gender, you know, stuff. We were all just super excited about computers and what's this new thing and binary code and assembler code. And, you know, it was all very, very basic. There was no, um, yeah, just, it was so, so different. And, then when it started to blow up, like we had this incredible foundation, like I understand the basics of, of binary code, because that's all this is. When you boil everything down from a computer, all it is is electricity. 
All it is is either on or off. No matter what you're talking about, whether it's a circuit, a computer, a you know, plugging in a lamp, it's it's just electricity. It's just a circuit that's either closed or open. And when you think about it like that, when we learned from that stage at at age whatever age I was, 16, 17, 18, to understand that, that was the biggest thing for me because we built a foundation on the actual um, basics. Now nobody really understands what's inside the phone. I mean, you could, you know, break it, break it open. Um, but it was definitely that group of people, um, that I went to college with that we all started computer science classes together. We were all, you know, in the computer labs together and working on stuff, building games. It was just exciting. And yeah, that's, that's how it started out for me. And, um, I, I just want people to be excited about things like just rideshare apps. I mean, you can just go on your phone and then a car shows up. Like it blows my mind. It just blows my mind, especially living in Chicago for 10 years and having to cab it and walk and bus and all that stuff. So, um, Christina, did I see you on mic or were you clapping? I did on mic. Um, I just want to, um, I just want to say thank you. I'm sitting here, um, just taking it all in, taking it all in and such valuable information and i just wanted to say thank you for all of the outstanding information that that you and i think kelsey and everybody else has poured into us already and i just wanted to say thank you so great job and keep doing what you do and thank you so much i love that christina thank you again i need that i need that feedback um because it does i, I do get kind of in the weeds like you know, is everyone here with me? <laughs> is everybody following me? Um, and that being said, I am, I am going to have like the notes. I, you know, I get DMs all the time. Like, do you have a course? Do you have this? And you know what? I don't, I have a consulting business and I, do, when I come on clubhouse, these are my free consultations. <laughs> so what I do is, is uh, usually over zoom. Um, it's kind of, amazing what's happened in the last year, because really I was very local and uh, worked with a lot of local nonprofits and I like working with veteran owned businesses. And, and so it was very local and in person. And I would go in and kind of be a general contractor and say, you need a website and you need this and here I'll build you a database. And so not just um, websites and social media, but the entire piece of it, or, Hey, you know what, you need to upgrade all of your computers. And so so that being said, I don't have a course. I don't have a, uh, maybe, maybe soon, but what you can do is DM me, um, the word tech. I literally, I feel like this is literally the first time I've ever told anyone on a clubhouse room to DM me with a word. So it feels like, you know, kind of exciting. <laughs> um, DM me with the word tech. I'll get you the notes from this and my calendar link where, um, where you can go and, and look at my, the options of, because I think it's really important to be one-on-one -on -one with technology. It you've got to be able to ask questions. That's why the you know there's an hour that you can schedule with me, um, and you know what I'm gonna do like I don't know 25% off if you DM me that word tech. Um, it's not kind of like all on the fly, but just like with what Kelsey did. So for example, she had a client come in and. Um, they, they're creating a, a NFT marketplace, some crypto stuff. Maybe they're actually building a crypto coin. I'm not exactly sure, but we got on a call and I explained all that so that she could go explain it to her client. 
if that makes sense. It's it's this like second degree of separation where, um, or even, um, I, I know you guys all know Subi Zimmerman. She's a client where I had her set up her crypto account and her cold wallet because there's a way to actually take this um, offline, take your cryptocurrency into a physical metal wallet. Um, that's really, really important to do because then you, you know, nothing can happen to it, put it in a safe and it, there it is. Um, but it, it's, it's just much better to do one-on-one. So here on Clubhouse, we, we kind of answer general questions, but if, if any of you, you know, want to dive farther into this and maybe even if you have questions about what computer to buy is Mac and PC, like what are the differences? Like it can be any question. My superpower is being able to explain things without judgment, without, um, you know, making you feel bad. Uh, you know, if you have lost data and pictures and all of that, we can go through anything you want. Um, you know, I am specialized. I am a web developer. I'm a software developer um, by trade, but, but really we can talk about anything. So I've got about eight minutes left. Um, I, you know, I can talk about a couple more things that I had in mind. If there's no mic flashes, I see all of my family came back in. Hey, Brooke, I've got another question. For joining me again. <laughs> Great segment, Brooke. Thank you. TM, did you have a question? Yeah, just, just in reference to you talked about books and things that um, people can pick up. I heard you tell Kwani about the white paper earlier about crypto and, and NTF. Are there any tech Bibles? Like, what are your three top books that you would recommend? Uh, specifically, anything that, you know, we could refer to um, from a technical resource perspective? General, sure. but, um, yeah, your favorite. Well, I think what I'd really like for everyone to start with is the Bitcoin standard. It's it's a lot. And I would say start slowly because it talks about the fundamentals of money and, and how this all happened. It's not just like, hey, how to buy and sell crypto. It's about the movement and the, you know, what is decentralization and what is what does this all mean? The Bitcoin standard is really, really important. What I suggest, though, because my brain works a lot differently than everybody else's. And so I really want you all to just search. If you learn better with YouTube videos, um, then then go and watch YouTube videos. You all know how to search for the right things and look for the, the right um, uh, reviews, right? Um, if you wanna read physical books, I mean, then go and, and do the research on there. Just pull the top 10 on Amazon, uh, same with Kindle. If you want to learn by somebody doing a course or, or the one-on-one, -on -one, you know, schedule some time with me. Um, but honestly, the amount of information that is at our fingertips at the speed of light, I think there's way more than, you know, three top. Does that make sense, TM? Like I, I learned yes. just so much differently. I learned by doing, right? So I yeah. have access to, there's this really cool thing on IBM. You can actually get access to a quantum computer. Uh, oh my God, I only have six more minutes left, but you can actually get access to a quantum computer and actually like do stuff in there. It's just, it's so, so cool. Um, Udemy has classes that are really, really inexpensive. I really, I suggest doing that. Um, because it's a class and it actually teaches you how to do something, not just about what it is, because a lot of times you go on YouTube and it's like, let me just explain what this is. And you're like, okay, great. Well, how does that, you know, apply to me? Um, because the great thing about technology is it's a, 
it's a tangible thing. You you can actually get on your computer and type and anyway, um, you've got to do the research. Things are at the just at our fingertips at the speed of light. Yes, and Udemy is free, right? So if no one's ever yeah. heard of Udemy, it's U D E M Y, and it is a dynamic, free university. There are some paid stuff, but a lot of it is free. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking that, TM, because it, it really is a, um, a great tool. Hey, Brooke. Christina, I see you flashing. What's up? One last thing. I'm sorry. Um, and I know Kelsey covered uh, TikTok earlier. And um, for anybody in the audience, I don't know if Nate is on, but if anybody in the audience uh, would like information on the TikTok area, uh, book, uh, Nate has a book uh, out that uh, gives step-by-step -step guides on TikTok. So I just wanted to put that out there, that it's a very useful, useful book. So... Yes, I, I love that they did that. That was an amazing project. Nate's one of my very good friends um, and, and I'm super proud of, of him and, and that group that put that together. Um, my, I see a flash in my friend. I'm gonna be in Vegas soon. Like we're gonna, we're gonna get stakes. Bring it, um, bring it, bring yeah. it, let's go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, my friend Sue just came back on stage and she really is the pinnacle of educating people on TikTok. And so, you know, all of these different resources. Um, I think what happened with me is that I just, it's its hard for me to teach TikTok because I'm such an anomaly. Like, I'm always just like, be consistent and do your own thing. People are like, that's not really tactical, but thanks a lot. <laughs> so if you want tactics and like how to's, please go in and take Sue's. Is it a course or is it a, a membership? I always forget. Like it's a it's a, a group membership. Is it's that right? a, yeah, I actually have both. I have a course um, that you get that you work through as soon as you join the coaching program, but the coaching program is the fun and it's, it's, it's live on zoom. So that's the part cool. that is the most fun, but yeah, the course too. Yeah. I love that. And that's what, um, cause when I talk about the, the consulting that I do, the strategy, sometimes the TikTok thing does come in there because I use it as a tool and, um, you know, I have a client right now that is an esthetician and, you know, is really confused on what to do with TikTok. And so we go through that and, and look for that kind of stuff. And so it does come into my, um, into my consultations because it's such a great tool. Um, but if you want to learn trends and how to do, how to use the app, um, go and see Sue. If you want to learn more about technology, even deep dive into whatever it is that you're using right now. Cause I know there's so many things out there. There's funnel builders. There's, there's so many tools that it can get completely overwhelming. Um, and there's shiny object syndrome, meaning, Oh, I could use this for this. Oh, and then there's a new thing and there's a new thing. And I suffer from that, like suffer. And I just want to, I want to have all the different products and, and see what they do for me. Um, so, if you, if you want to do that, like I said, I, I will recap what I talked about today, um, give you all those tips. There's probably more stuff in my recap than even in this segment. And just DM me the word tech or just DM me. I, it'll be fine. <laughs> I'll have my assistant go through that. <laughs> and, I'll, and then you'll get the calendar link with 25% off um, an hour consult and strategy session with me. Um, and we can literally just deep dive into all of your tech. So two minutes is there anybody that wants to say anything else yes please Tash, yes it's Tash, on, yeah. <laughs> before i jump off to go and moderate in the, in the top of the hour oh my gosh i'm so gutted i'm gonna miss this again i wanted to say brooke oh my goodness i'm loving this loving this i am going to dm you because the uh um what you talked about especially the crypto 
um, I, I'm interested because although I do have a training program that I've already uh, tapped into, but I would like to know more about the, uh, the actual building. So you build the crypto yourself, which I kind of missed the beginning of the segment. And, you know, and like I said, being a tech sister, I absolutely love you. Although tech so, uh, self-taught, you are absolutely amazing. I'm going to tap into your expertise and, um, yeah, hopefully tap into the bestie with Kelsey, but tech bestie. Tosh, I love you. So thank I'm you. You've done like a great job. Oh, thank you. I'm so <laughs> excited. So like much. I've done these these segments before, and then um, you know I didn't really think much about the fact that you know like like Sarah and Glenn have put this together where we're now we're combined, and I'm like, oh, this is a much bigger bigger stage. This is a much bigger audience, and so I'm really grateful to you, Sarah, and to you, Glenn, for letting me even um, you know have this this time. I'm super super grateful, and I think it's really really important subject for people to to hear about and i know it's confusing so you know next week we can we can dive into anything else that people are interested in maybe we i do the whole segment on crypto and blockchain um that would make me very very happy so um Rick, so this is sarah i just want to say that we love hearing from you <clears throat> i love learning from you and i personally know nothing about that so i'm here for it i constantly just kind of like nod my head and pretend that i have no idea so i love that <laughs> idea thank you for being here and sharing all of your knowledge with us we appreciate you it's my pleasure it really is my pleasure and um we'll, we'll get that what I was just saying, I'm going to grab it from you to do a reset before we pass it off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm super excited that you guys were all here. I really do have the biggest smile on my face. Um, whenever anybody even half listens to me about tech, it just brings me so much joy. And just remember that, that like technology is not the enemy. We got to stop vilifying screen time. You know, if I spend 15 hours a day on, on my computer, why am I telling my kid that he can't, it, that makes no sense. Um, but I mean, obviously be smart about it. I, I realize I'm a minute over, but please just, if you take anything from this non-technical that be so grateful for this technology that we have access at the speed of light to things, to emergency services, to all of the things that as a kid, I had no access to. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.